0: Welcome to episode 112 of the Inspiration to Grow podcast, the best place on the internet to uplevel your mindset, health and wellness all in one place. My name is Lisa Oberbichler, your host, life coach and personal growth strategist. And this podcast is dedicated to exploring the intersection between physical and mental health and how the two are interconnected. My aim is to provide a platform for meaningful conversations about building and maintaining a healthy lifestyle and how to create a positive mindset to help you achieve your goals. And if you're ready to up your health, wellness, and fitness game, well, then you are definitely in the right place. So let's enjoy this amazing ride we're all on together called Life and start making the changes we want for ourselves right away. Hello Go-Getters, I hope you're having a wonderful day in your corner of the world. The weather here has been amazing the last few days in my little corner of Canada and it's been so summer-like, we've had shorts on, we've been on the beach, it feels like we could jump in the water and go swimming, however Lake Huron is very chilly at this time of year, but in any case we know that summer is around the corner and this was rather untypical for mid-April but nevertheless we'll take it. I'm trying to get this recording in now very quickly before the bad weather is setting in and we're supposed to have a thunderstorm so if you hear any crackle and pop in the background you'll know what's happening. So let's get started on how to develop a growth mindset when it comes to fitness, exercise and nutrition. That's what it's all about today. So I want you to think about the last time you tried a new exercise, a new sport, or a new fitness-related skill. Did you struggle at it? Did that struggle give you a boost of motivation? Did thoughts come to mind, Ooh, I'm not going to let this thing beat me or get me down. I'll try harder and work at it until I get it. Or did encountering the struggle immediately make you feel, you know, rather hopeless and you wanted to give up? Thoughts came to mind, you know, I'll never be good at this, so I might as well not even try. If you responded the first way, you most likely have a growth mindset around fitness and health. Kudos to you. If you encountered the latter, you probably fall into where, where the majority of the people fall into having a more fixed mindset around fitness. And of course, it's also possible to be in between. Sometimes you have more of a growth. And then other times you fall into a fixed mindset. For example, if you say, Whoa, I'm really good at this one thing, but I'm bad at this other thing. Right? So the good news is that you can actually change this limiting belief. And when you do, you'll open up a whole new world of opportunities, possibilities, and make more progress on your fitness journey than you ever thought possible developing a growth mindset around fitness and exercise is something that I've had to learn throughout my own fitness journey I'm going to talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast but first let's look at what it actually means to have a growth or a fixed mindset when it comes to fitness and exercise so I first learned about the term growth mindset way back many years ago Uh, From the person who I've mentioned in podcasts before, this woman, Carol Dweck, uh, came out with a book called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Dweck breaks down two basic ways that most people approach life. So if you have a fixed mindset, this means that you generally believe that your skills and abilities are fixed are predetermined. So you're either good at something or you're not. People with this mindset tend to believe that there's not much you can do to change. Who you are is who you are. It's a black and white situation. However, on the flip side of this, people with a growth mindset, they believe that you, no matter where you're starting from, that you can improve. Right. There's always room for growth. There's always learning possibilities and you can improve. So while the the majority of Dweck's work focused around learning in the classroom and work situations, it's not a huge stretch to see how this can be applied as well to fitness and exercise. So if you have a growth mindset around fitness, you believe you can get fitter, stronger and even more athletic no matter where you're starting from and this is a message that i try and get across to everyone who's listening both women and men and everyone who's listening no matter where you are no matter how fit no matter how strong no matter how athletic you are you can start today with what you have give it all you've got and you can improve right there is no perfect starting point there is no perfect age There is no perfect level of fitness to begin from. Where you are, start now and work toward your goals. So, I mean, I'm going to say this again. I think deep down we all know that hard work, proper goal setting, and perseverance will get you there, right? On the other hand though, if you have a more fixed mindset around fitness, you probably have this general underlying belief that no matter what you do, you won't improve. And I hope to change that. So, I mean, unsurprisingly, having a growth versus a fixed mindset isn't always so black and white. More likely than not, you believe you're good at, or maybe you can even get better at certain things, right? Often, these are activities you've been somewhat good at since you were a child, right? Cuz a lot of a lot of our mindset stems back to the beliefs that were instilled in us as children, right? Let's take for example uh, a cross country runner. So <laughs> I want everyone to think back to their Secondary school days and those fun uh, long distance run trainings that we had to do in phys ed class. Um, I had a few friends that I met in high school that were really fantastic at cross country running. Okay, so I'm going to use that as an example because I'll, I'll say right off the bat long distance running. was never ever something I enjoyed. I in fact, I really hated it. I didn't think I was good at it. But show me a 100-meter sprint, boom, I was off and that was my jam. But for for reasons of 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 example here, I'm going to take cross country running. So, if you're a cross country runner, you may have always found running enjoyable right makes sense and even you showed a, a natural aptitude for running when you were younger you may have even been told by others whether that's your parents your, your any any friends or teachers that you were good at running so you're probably confident that if you want to you could even get better at running provided you had clear goals a good training plan and the right support system right And again, for reasons of example, we're going to to say here, so yet when it comes to your upper body strength exercise, like pull-ups or push-ups, you might believe you actually suck at them. You're not good at them. You may have always been told that you had a weak upper body. Many women fall into this category, or maybe you just believe, or you've been told again, that runners can't also have strong upper bodies, right? So Whatever reason, you may believe that at any time or work you put into your upper body workouts is generally hopeless. You're not going to get much better, even if you try. Again, this is just an example, but you see what happens. You believe you're not good. Sorry, you believe you're good at running, so you actively work to improve at it and you get better. But you don't believe you're good at upper body strength work So you avoid working on it, and as a result, you don't make any upper body strength gains. So essentially, what this means is that if you believe you can't improve, you're unlikely to see any improvement. If you truly believe that you'll never get better at something, you're unlikely to put any of the necessary time and effort required to actually make any progress. And here's the kicker and the most important takeaway, no effort equals no improvement, right? But no matter where you fall on the mindset spectrum right now, you can change it, right? If you you find yourself thinking those thoughts when it comes to your fitness and your exercise, right? I'm just not good at it. I, I, it, it's been proven. When I was younger, I've been told by my phys ed teachers, "Yeah, don't, uh, don't even think about running. You know, take up shot put or something else because you're, you're stronger. Your upper body is stronger than that, but you're not a run. You know, whatever it is. You know. I mean, if your mindset is such that you think you can't do it, that people only with certain abilities can get fit, can exercise, can do strength training. I'm here to tell you that you can change that mindset and I'm going to help you do it today. My own story is just one example. And you know what? If I can change my mindset around fitness and exercise, then you can too because I am no special snowflake and I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you that it's possible for anyone, right? But it's a mindset thing and we have to shift. We have to flip the script. We have to get you thinking and acting in a slightly different way. All right. So here's a bit about my personal story. When I was growing up, if I tried something new and didn't immediately show a natural ability for it, I would give up almost right away. And I, I chuckle when I say this because, yeah, I mean... I had to be good at it. I had to be able to win or otherwise, mm-mm, no, not doing it, not trying it anymore. No, not for me. So this also rang true in academics. Yeah, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at physics, chemistry, biology. Those just were not things down my, down my alley that I liked, that I was good at. Um, seemingly trivial things like board games or video games. You know what? I ended up in tears after losing way too too often. And even when it came to friendships, parents and teachers were always telling me that I was a very shy child. And I used that as an excuse to not to try and make friends. Okay. And it was definitely the case with anything related to fitness and exercise as well. And when it came to sports or uh, phys ed classes, well, I assumed that I was either good meaning that that I was born with natural abilities or I was bad at something. And for example, as I mentioned before, I was really good at 100 meter sprints, but I was very bad at pull-ups. I was good at soccer, but very bad at skateboarding. I, I felt like I was very good at golf, but terrible at tennis. You know, you get the idea. But the truth is that I never even gave the things I was bad at a chance. When I tried... A pull-up, for the first time I discovered I couldn't do one, I wrote it off as something I didn't have the talent for and never even tried to build up the strength or technique needed to be able to do an actual pull-up. The same was true for all other fitness-related activities I instantly deemed myself bad at. I didn't allow myself to try. Looking back, it's obvious that I had a completely fixed mindset around fitness and some of those abilities I mentioned I had the limiting belief that I was I wasn't already good at something and I would never be able to get better so therefore I just wouldn't try and here comes a a quote now from Carol Dweck when people already know they are deficient they have nothing to lose but trying right Please remember that. You you really have nothing to lose by trying something new, right? Because you already think you're bad at, well, let's just try and see if we can prove the opposite. So, you know, these days I strongly believe that no matter where you're starting from, you can improve. Yes, it will be hard work and yes it will take time but it will always be worth it when you look back at how far you've come right. I'd like to go over some of the key approaches that you'll need to adopt to develop a growth mindset around fitness and exercise now all right because I've talked enough about what is a growth what is a, a fixed mindset when it comes to your fitness and exercise and now I would like to present you with some approaches that We'll give you some food for thought and show you how to shift from a fixed mindset to one of growth. So the first approach, you believe talent is grown, not something you're born with. This is the shift that you have to make, right? Stephen Kotler, a journalist and author of several books, uh, including Stealing Fire, The Rise of Superman, and The Future is Faster Than You Think, he said that believing that talent is something we are born with and cannot change will ultimately limit your ability to improve, right? This is a fixed mindset. The reason is, if you see a high performer, whether that is an elite athlete, an action sports hero of yours, a successful entrepreneur, a CEO, whatever industry this high performer comes from, and you immediately think, I wish I had their talent. You're unlikely to take the action steps needed to actually get better, right? Because you think they were born with this talent, and you don't even consider that maybe they had to work hard, take the steps, put in the effort to develop it. People who adopt this kind of thinking place unnecessary limits on their own progress. It's much harder for people with fixed mindsets to set goals or push themselves since they see growth as futile, right? Isn't that, isn't that a good point here? Because you will not push yourself. You will not even set goals because you don't think that you can grow, right? So, if you believe you can improve, then you're not going to put in the time or the work needed to even see or make any improvement. On the other hand, if you notice that that same high performer and and you decide to figure out how, how they got so good, how they got where they are now, what what do I have to do? Do I have to read books, take courses, hire a coach? And you do the things, you take the necessary steps and you put in the time and the work you are definitely going to see improvement, right? So having a growth mindset is an important first step toward goal setting and achievement because this is the mindset you'll need to even allow yourself to try. And it's all about trying, right? That is definitely the first step. So the second approach is you proactively set short and long-term goals and i'm going to also refer to these long-term goals as the overarching big goal and the the short-term goals as these small steps along the way so having a growth mindset is is the first step in the process but it won't get you very far if you don't do any of the actual work right yeah just dreaming about it trying to manifest it even just trying to visualize it without taking the action, without doing the work is not going to get you very far to see progress. You have to really get good at setting both short and long-term clear goals. And then, and here's a really important part of this. Then you chunk them down into manageable, feasible steps that you can accomplish in order to reach that big long-term goal. For example, I mean, I know this isn't uh, something that a lot of us want to do, but I'm going to take the example of my husband's triathlon. Uh, he talked to us, I don't have the episode now in my head, but um, he is an Ironman, which means he did the the ultimate of triathlons, but he actually worked his way up and did several shorter triathlons and on 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 the journey to becoming an Ironman and I guess if you look at it the Ironman is the big long-term goal the overarching goal and the short long-term goals could have been those shorter triathlons that that got him used to the triathlon stage and 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 solidified his training and built him up for the the big one but anyways I'm going to use um the goal the uh, example of a triathlon so if your goal is to complete a triathlon your goal setting process may look something like this so your your higher your overarching tough goal is to complete the triathlon it's important that you give yourself a realistic amount of time to work towards this bigger goal think of yourself what bigger goal are you trying to reach it may not be a triathlon it may be um Maybe it's losing a certain amount of weight, maybe it's um, cycling in a charity race or event for 100 kilometers or whatever it is. So we're talking about a big overarching goal. So you need to set yourself uh, a realistic amount of time to work towards that, right? This will depend on a number of factors, including your current fitness level, of course, uh, current known weaknesses right you got to be honest with yourself here the amount of time you have to train each week right the time that's accessible to you and um maybe you have to build in some some blocks of time and your available triathlon dates that work in your schedule so i mean if you're not working towards a triathlon if you're working towards a charity event then you'd have to Check on those dates and see if they work with your schedule, right? Okay, so let's talk about the short-term goals. You'll want to find or create a training plan that addresses all of the above and ideally breaks down your training into days, weeks, and months, right? We're chunking the big, huge, audacious goal down. The key is to chunk down your goals into smaller, manageable steps and then allow you yourself to track your progress and adjust as needed while working toward the bigger long-term goal right okay so i mean without getting into this in too much detail that is one of the key steps for a growth mindset okay approach number three and this is this may be my favorite of all of these approaches you place effort before talent right effort Is more important than talent so effort is what ignites that ability and turns it into accomplishment again another quote from Carol Dweck if you want to really make progress toward a long-term goal you not only have to believe you can get better you also need to place effort before talent for example I'm just going to, and I'm, I think we've all experienced this, um, whether it's on the baseball field, a soccer field, any sport where you can see young children out there. So it's easy to look at a group of younger children on a soccer field. And you see that a few of the kids naturally seem to know what to do with the ball. They are more coordinated and they seem to possess more athletic ability than the other children right? I think we've all seen this. What you can't see from this picture alone is what will happen with the non-athletic looking children if they put in, let's say, the necessary time and practice. Just think what's going to happen then. If they work hard and their more talented seeming peers don't, many of them will actually surpass the other children at some point, right? So it boils down to Putting in the necessary time, effort, and practice. Believing that effort counts more than talent is a piece of developing a growth mindset. And I would say it is one of the most important pieces because I think far too often we dismiss a lot of people's accomplishments by saying, oh, well, they've got the ability, they've got the talent, I just don't, right? Right? but believing that effort counts more than talent is an important piece of developing your own growth mindset which brings us to approach number 4 you have to cultivate my favorite four letter word grit g r i t grit it's a key mindset mindset shift developing grit so developing Grit means combining persistence, consistency, ambition, and self-discipline in the pursuit of big goals that might take months, years, or even decades to accomplish, right? Let's break this down again. Persistence, you have to stay at it. Consistency, you have to do it regularly. Ambition, you have to have the drive to go after it. And self-discipline, yeah, when the going gets tough, you still have to go out there and do it, whatever it is, in fitness or in exercise, right? Grid is what allows you to stick with your goals, even when you hit inevitably hard obstacles or plateaus. The passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it even or especially when it's not going well or when things are tough, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. This is the mindset that allows people to thrive during some of the most challenging times in their lives. I'll let that sink in for a second, right? Approach number five, and I only have two more to mention here before we're done. Approach number five is You have to embrace, as part of your growth mindset shift, you have to embrace failures and imperfections. So having a growth mindset can be incredibly vulnerable because when you allow yourself to try at something you care about, you're also setting yourself up for potential for possible failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, if you try something new, you might fail at it, okay? After all, if you try really hard at something and ultimately fail, it's expected that you'll feel disappointed. This is normal. This is natural. But at least you tried, right? But being open to failure is an essential piece of developing a growth mindset. If you don't allow yourself to fail, you won't allow yourself to even try, right? In the fixed mindset, everything is about the outcome, right? If you fail or if you're not the best, it's all been wasted. The growth mindset allows people to value what they're doing regardless of the outcome. It's the journey. It's the fun. It's the joy. It's the process. It's the learning. They Take pride, they have fun, they enjoy the process. They're tackling problems, they're charting new courses, they're working on important issues. Maybe they haven't found the cure for cancer, but the search was deeply meaningful. This describes the growth mindset. The fixed mindset would say, I just wasted, hmm, how much of my time? And I failed at it, right? The key here is to, to change your mindset around your goal, to focus on the process rather than the outcome alone. And now I'm going to tell you something. Whoa, I've mentioned this in so many episodes before. This is approach number six. In a growth mindset, you embrace the word yet. When you discover that you can't do something, flip that script and instead of saying, I'll never be able to do this, try saying, well, I can't do it yet. Ha ha! how does that sound? This can be applied to nearly anything in fitness. I can't do pull-ups yet. I can't run 5k yet. I can't do 100 burpees in a row without stopping, without being out of breath yet. This reframe gives you room to grow. And helps you get rid of that feeling that a challenge, that the particular challenge you're working on is impossible. Because if you can't do something you want to be able to do, you likely just haven't put in enough time or effort to get there yet. The more challenging the goal, the harder you'll have to work at it. That's just the way it is. It all starts with a growth mindset though. From here, it takes the right goal-setting techniques, developing and cultivating that four-letter word that is my favorite, grit, and embracing failure as part of the process. Yeah? You're not there yet, but wherever you are, keep going. Before I wrap up today's podcast episode, I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Carol Dweck. We like to think of our champions and idols as superheroes who were born different from us. We don't like to think of them as relatively ordinary people who made themselves extraordinary. My friends, you have the ability to do extraordinary things, and I want you to go out there. And start believing in yourself because you can. You can accomplish anything you want to with the work, with the effort, with the grit, with the things I've talked about today. And that's a wrap for today's show. I hope to have inspired you to take charge of your mindset, your health and your wellness. Not tomorrow, not someday, but today. And I would also like to extend two invitations to you goal getters. The first one is to my website, Inspiration2Grow. That's with the digit 2com for ways to work with me. All the podcast episodes, the show notes and some more fun challenges. The second invite is to join the community over on Facebook called inspiration to grow Again, that's with the digit two for female goal getters. The group is made up of like-minded women who want to grow strong from the inside out and are looking for new ways to propel their health and wellness to new heights throughout the month of May I am doing a challenge for all those who want to begin slowly but surely to uplevel their wellness and change their lives with fresh new ideas over the course of 30 days and I'd love for you to be part of this and join so just jump over to Facebook and join the group Inspiration to Grow for Female Goal Getters and remember you owe it to yourself to take care of yourself, to show up for yourself every day and become the best version of you. And in case you haven't heard it yet today, let me be the first to tell you you're incredible and you're beautiful and your potential is limitless. I believe in you 100%. Now go out there and show the world what you are truly made of. Have a strong day, friends. Till next time. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's talk. Check out today's show notes for ways to connect with me. And for additional weekly mindset hacks and tangible action steps, click the link in the show notes to reach my website, Inspiration to Grow, that's with the digit two. One more thing, if you enjoyed this podcast, tag me and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, or simply share it with a friend who might need a pep talk today. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast site, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music Podcast, and this way you'll never miss an episode. If you like paying it forward, please consider leaving a review. You'd help my podcast get prioritized and shared with other people who may need this message. I appreciate you and encourage you to make every day count.